in today's day and age, the two things, the two channels, the two things you should be doing now in 2023, one, you must be working with creators, right? Very specific creators, and you must have custom landing pages. In 2023, if you're selling direct to consumer. Now, when you have those two locked down and you have your ideal customer, you know, segments you know, with the profiles, with key interest, with the key focus, then you can start to focus on markets that are really, really channeled down. If you sell multiple products, you know, you use the, 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 the pre-purchase survey, obviously the primary use of the pre-purchase survey is to guide them. There's almost like a guided search, you know, for the products that are most ideal for your customers. But you, you, the, the, the essence here is you're, 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 you're gathering data, zero party data from customers, right? Or people who are about to meet customers. The third really is like email surveys. I'm seeing do this brands that, that we're working with that they're doing this are absolutely killing it. They're being um, they're just a bit they're, they're just a lot more robust and they're fewer points of failure in their marketing funnel because it's decentralized, it's siloed. And that is how really you listeners are going to essentially rewrite your growth story this 2023. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about rewriting your e-commerce growth story and scaling up in 2023. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. This is the 2X e-commerce podcast hosted by Kunle Campbell. Let's take a short pause to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Want to improve your e-commerce customer experience with the power of AI? Tidio, the highest rated live chat app on Shopify, has you covered. With Tidio AI-powered chatbots and live chat, you can automate up to 73% of recurring questions, providing excellent customer support while creating a personalized shopping recommendation that increases your conversion rate. Tidio not only resolves tickets, but also creates sales opportunities, making it a must-have for e-commerce operators. With dozens of e-commerce tool integrations and the ability to manage all communication channels in one dashboard, Tidio simplifies your customer interactions. And with the Tidio Plus plan, you get a dedicated customer success manager to help you unlock the full potential of Tidio's features. Join over 300,000 businesses in revolutionizing your customer experience with Tidio. Head to tidio.com slash 2x for a special offer and try Tidio for free today. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2x e-commerce podcast. I'm your host, Kune Campbell and chaperone. And my promise to you, anytime you listen to this podcast is you're going to get fresh insights you can deploy as an experiment to grow or in fact 2x the specific aspect of your e-commerce business this podcast has been specifically produced to support growth of your brands 
right? And the primary way or channel we, we speak to is, is e-commerce, through, through e-commerce as a channel. So you'd either be hearing from me directly, as is the case in, in this episode, or um, from interviews with, with other operators or experts who are or have been part of remarkable growth stories. Speaking of which, today's episode, very, very interesting one. I want to talk about rewriting your growth story. That is your e-commerce growth story today. Uh, there are some caveats in, in this conversation. I strictly want to focus on e-commerce um, and I'm going to skew a bit towards CPG brand as that is where my interests lie at the moment. But I will be giving a, I promise to give a, a generic Example. I think one of the examples I have off the top of my head is it's not a CPG brand. So, so that would really, really hold through in this episode. Now, let's first of all talk about the current situation of business in general. We have gone past quarter one. Congratulations for making it past Q1 of 2023. And we're well beyond the first month in Q2, which is April. So we're about to get into May. You'll be listening to this in, in May. This episode is going to air on May the 2nd. It's airing on May the 2nd. So we are in May, in the month of May. And what we've seen year on year from, from a lot of the accounts I, I have access to is order volume has gone down. And in many cases, because um, many merchants have increased their prices, their year-on-year performance is either stabilized, right? So just static year-on-year growth, or they're seeing like top-line growth. But when you look underneath the hood, in terms of like order volume, it's it's down. So say you were selling five thousand, you you were, you were processing five thousand orders on average last April. This year, you might be processing 4,600, but because you've increased prices, your revenues look like they, they might have grown year on year, um, which which is okay, but what are you doing differently? And that's what I want to sort of talk about in this episode. How are you going to rewrite your growth story? Because it's from these doldrums that you really dig deep to figure things out again and you know form that basis, that launch pad to truly, truly grow. Some of these things I'm talking about is, is what we're applying to our e-commerce businesses and we are seeing remarkable, you know, improvements in, in some of these these experiments we're, we're, we're running and I want to share some of that with you. Where everything is going to gravitate to with what I'm going to talk about is this, I, this, this concept of an ideal customer profile. I put out a LinkedIn post about maybe two and a half weeks ago speaking to this specifically um and it was also a reflection of some of the conversations i i had or i've had on this podcast and you know some of the real breakthrough brands we're seeing like athletic greens you know just just those kind of like examples and many other other brands so i'm gonna start this out with saying i want you to kick things off from a blank canvas perspective. Start off like you know nothing. You know nothing about your customers. 
you know nothing about the market, you know nothing about product market fit as yet, you know nothing. Approach this like a child, right? That's all I ask for, me, for you from a mindset standpoint. Be very, very open and malleable to understanding what is going on. Now, once you start out with that sort of approach and perspective, you want to begin to question or begin to ask questions or ask the right questions, more or less, to three groups of people. Your existing customer base, your customer base that have essentially lapsed, so people who are no longer your customers but have patronized you in the past, and potential customers. I'm going to speak to how to address these, but the objective is you want to extract three to five motivations people actually buy from your brand and you you long-term want to convert those motivations into benefits and individual funnels. Now, this is how you're going to sort out your, your e-commerce funnel. So let me paint a hypothetical situation here. I came across a brand called, I think it's on all all in vault all in vault all in vault it's o l y n v o l t um it's it has a product called like a pocket muscle massager which is primarily used for like pain management this is just an example and i'm imagining i'm the e-commerce um i'm the e-commerce marketing director or you know i'm part of the e-commerce team and we're trying to just revive this brand not to say that this brand is dying i'm just giving you an example it's a pocket you know muscle massager you could use like a diy you know massager convenience you could put in your pocket and you know put it on your muscles on your tense muscles you know and, and all that stuff for pain management you know if, if you have strained muscles that, that that's the idea it's, it's usually a recovery device right so using this as an example if we wanted to sort of rewrite their growth story you know which is what we're talking about in in this episode how would i start out from a clean slate how would i be almost childlike first question is like how do we identify ideal customer profiles now the easy thing is like let's let's um you know um let's let's focus on let's focus on um like people go to the gym everybody goes to the gym <laughs> you know many people go to the gym not everybody but many people go to the gym and let's just focus on on that sort of um you know customer base and let's write copy let's create ads that speak to to that you know demographic but i want you to think a bit deeper yeah start up with the hypothesis you know with the hypothesize what's going on in this case ask yourself the question who really needs a pocket muscle massager who really really needs a pocket muscle massager and from my hypothesis i think sports people and you could group sports people as either pro athletes or perhaps amateurs right but you don't want to stop at that right 
you want to say, okay, what sort of sports would these athletes likely be into? Here, you could go a bit broad. You could say they're athletes or triathletes, right? So anything like track or field from an athlete's perspective, um, or perhaps, you know, they're, 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 they're soccer players or football players, or they could be into racket sports, right? They could be golfers. They could be into combat sports or M- MMA, right? You start to think about, you know, how broad these categories within, you know, um, athletes or sports people are. And you categorize them in groups. You don't want to go to, to one specific group unless if it's really, really big, like football, you know, soccer in, 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 in American language. But if you go to like football, it's huge. If you go to like basketball, it's huge. So you really want to sort of look at the sports and, and sort, of, sort of segment, you know, them out. And then you could then hypothesize on, um, on say, could they be younger than 30 so at their prime of um of 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 their career if they're like pro athletes could they be approaching their 40s where they're you know um about to to retire or could they be retired essentially um or could they just be me amateurs in that bracket just just have have that in mind right because at this point you don't know you're hypothesizing essentially right so another group of potential ideal customer profiles could be, say, time poor professionals that um, have developed like a neck and back pain as a result of sitting at their desk for extended periods of time, right? You might just want to sort of take that. And another group of ideal customer profiles could be health professionals or massage you know, experts who want to shore up their range of equipment or they're looking to recommend equipment to their customers. So it's, it's really taking those broad groups. And then the next thing you want to do is essentially ask the questions from these people, right? So this is where surveys come into play, right? Surveys are so important. So a lot of people think of surveys as just like one-off questionnaires, you send to your email list and you you know you, you get a customer survey out there. But there are three critical places to embed service and collect information all the time. I mean, every freaking time. Let's take a short pause to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hey, 2Xers, I want to take a moment to talk about a service that has made a significant impact on product launches for our e-commerce brands. It's called Tread. Tread first hit the market in early 2020 and has since become the go-to financing option for over 500 brands, including big names like Rosum. In just one sentence, Tread can be described as the ultimate solution for purchasing inventory, allowing retailers to sell first and pay suppliers later. As an e-commerce brand owner myself, I can't emphasize enough how helpful Tread has been for our business. Their unsecured funding and credit model, which takes into account the current financial health of a business, has allowed us to access financing without worrying about collateral. 
We've improved our cash flow by avoiding upfront supplier payments and freeing up funds. This has enabled us to invest in larger orders, expand our product range, and even negotiate supplier discounts. And let me tell you, the flexibility is amazing. Tread offers a pay-as-you-go model with a flat and transparent fee, which means you only use it when you need to. No hidden cost or long-term commitments, just a simple and effective way to manage our inventory financing. The best part? Tread works independently of e-commerce platforms and requires minimal onboarding. It doesn't matter if you're a founder, CEO, CFO, or part of the finance team. Tread can be a game changer for your business. With taglines like sell first, pay suppliers later, and snooze your supplier invoices with Tread, it's clear that Tread is all about empowering businesses like ours to import the goods we need now while handling the invoice and allowing us to pay up to 120 days later. So if you're in the e-commerce space and looking for a smart, flexible financing solution, I highly recommend giving Tread a try. Visit their website on treyd.io. That's treyd.io to learn more and get started today. Now, let's get back to the show. The first and easiest way of collecting surveys is post-purchase surveys, no doubt. So every time you get a a purchaser, you know, coming into your um, every time you get a purchaser, exactly, you you could run a per- post-purchase survey. So in this case, you. You could with with this example I have with with, with this massager this um, all in all in vault massager, you could ask them right these these people your your customers someone who's just purchased you know are you an athlete you know best describe yourself give them the options that we've hypothesized you know whether they're 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 athletes and then if they choose athletes are you pro amateur you know part time you know, um, do you work at an office? Um, do you do you are you a regular gym user? Are you a professional? Give them give them those options, and you could you could you know further trigger further sort of um, sub questions on there to better understand who who they are, right? Who my customers are, and you could also serve post purchase surveys, two different post purchase surveys to like profiles who are either first-time customers or repeat customers, right? Um, so so it's, it's really key to ask these questions. So you start to understand and prove your hypothesis, you know, right or wrong, and always have that other, you know, button. So they are more descriptive. So you could further refine these questionnaires further down the line. If you have the means work with a statistician to to help you really shore up those questions right um it's not complicated but it could help the second way of collecting customer data or collecting data that's going to you know plug into this ideal customer profile are your pre-purchase surveys in exchange for something like a voucher or coupon code so rather than um 
essentially saying, oh, we're going to give you 15% off or what have you. You could say for 15% off your first purchase, um, just answer these these questions. Don't go to, um, you know, deeper or else you have, um, don't, don't, don't ask too many questions or else you have, you essentially will have, um, you know, fatigue, you know, you have drop-offs essentially, but, but ask the right questions with, with the pre-purchase. You know, who are you? What do you intend to use this, you know, device for all of that stuff and, and try and make it multiple choice with obviously the option of um, of another every now and then or make it um, almost um, um, two choices, you know, like binary, yes or no, a lot of the time. So they go through that process. You're collecting a lot of pre-purchase, you know, customer data. There are many other ways to do this in terms of um, you could... If you sell multiple products, you know, you use the, 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 the pre-purchase survey. Obviously, the primary use of the pre-purchase survey is to guide them. It's almost like a guided search, you know, for the products that are most ideal for your customers. But you, you, the, the, the essence here is you're, 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 you're gathering data. You're, you're, you're gathering data, zero-party data from customers, right, or people are about to meet customers. The third really is like email surveys. Now segment your email surveys to like, you know, customers who've lapsed, say you expect, you know, customers to return to your store every 90 days and um, you, you have lapsed customers, you could you could email those. Um, you could also email, you know, post, post-purchase. post um, You could also email recent customers who did not, um, you know, complete the post-purchase surveys. Um, and then you could email your general, you know, email list. When you have all these three, you start to get a solid picture of who your customers are. And you start to get a solid picture of the segments. You start to see patterns on the broad segments your, you know, your customers um, fit into and their motivations and then you can convert those motivations into the benefits for the motivations. And now, which is the juicy part, when you've split them out, you should you split them out to about three. So in this case, let's say we realize that like combat sports people, like boxers and MMA fighters, you know, use this pocket massager quite a lot. What you want to do is two things. And let's say, so we, we, we figured out combat sports triathletes, and um, and you know, office over forty, office um, or desk, um, you know, um, job people, desk professionals, <laughs> you, you you know, um, seem to be really um, seem to be key um, key targets, right? Or yeah, let, let's put it that way. So, what do you want to do there? Well, you have to then start to look at them as different customers, right? So if your marketing option has been very general, you're now going to granulate your 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 um your your marketing and your messaging so that it is very specific to each of these groups you've identified that are key addressable markets, right? For your solution, your brand, your product. Now, when you do that, you're going to have to write copy, right? And this is like landing page copy. I'm going to get to landing pages. So copy that 
really address all the pain points, the benefits, and their unique situation. So in this case, with the combat sports, their unique situation, the the, the triathletes and the over 40, um, you know, uh, over 40 desk professionals, all of that stuff, you're addressing every one of them, all their needs very specifically. Now, this is the real fun part, which is where you're trying to rebuild your funnel from ground up. In today's day and age, the two things, the two channels, the two things you should be doing now in 2023. One, you must be working with creators, right? Very specific creators, and you must have custom landing pages. In 2023, if you're selling direct to consumer. Now, when you have those two locked down, and you have your ideal customer, you know, segments you know, with the profiles, with key interest, with the key focus, then you can start to focus on markets that are really, really channeled down and work with whatever, whatever um, social media platform you're, you're trying to advertise on. Whether it's you know Meta, which is the the, the mothership, and or um, you know platforms like like TikTok or you know maybe even Twitter, whatever. So so I'm speaking largely to meta ads. So what are the things you need to do here? Um, key thing you need to do in, in this instance is with, with that data, find creators, right? So in this case, I'll, I'll look for combat sports, sport creators. I would look for, you know, um, triathletes. I would look for um, for professionals, over 40 professionals who share a lot of content, you know, on on TikTok, particularly TikTok and Instagram, um, and and then engage them to with the copy and with your benefits and your motivations, you know, engage them with with scripts um, and guidance for them to create content around your 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 your, your product. In this case, it's it's a pocket muscle massager work with them on that, right? So they're creating content for you um, for, for two reasons, both organic and to maximize through paid. And then within your your own um, remit of, of um, content creation, you know, the content creation you're doing internally, you, you'd need to obviously create content around specifically for the combat sport person, for the boxer, for the MA person, for the triathlete, create content that would speak directly to that over 40, you know, professional. Um, and then landing pages, you then create landing pages that show um, and speak to each of these groups so that when you're buying media from, you know, from Meta, you're targeting you know, um, combat sports people, people who have interest in boxing and MA, and then they're seeing ads with their interest in action and they're taken to landing pages that speak to to them, to that tribe of people. And you rinse and repeat with this, you keep improving, you keep adding more creators to each of these interests from the top to the bottom. 
And that's how you create a very robust flow, right? There, there will be overlaps, but it wouldn't be that much because it's all siloed. It's a siloed e-commerce funnel system you're deploying. And brands, I'm seeing do this, brands that, that we're working with that are doing this are absolutely killing it. They're being, um, they're just a bit, they're, they're just a lot more robust and they're fewer points of failure in their marketing funnel because it's decentralized, it's siloed. And that is how really you listeners are going to essentially rewrite your growth story this 2023. So just to recap, pretend you know nothing or just know nothing, ask the right questions, figure out groups, key groups, not too broad groups of people that, you know, um, will patronize what you're trying to sell, work with creators, work with copywriters to speak to these groups of people, create landing pages, right, that speak to these, to those groups of people, focus your media buying with people with that interest, set of interest, and silo it through. Silo the interest to the traffic, to the landing pages, and just see much, much, much improved conversion rates. So you're maximizing essentially the traffic, which is getting more and more expensive, let's face it, into conversions. All right. So, so, so that's, that's it, folks. That's, that's, that's today's show. Um, and that is how to rewrite your, your growth story this 2023. Now, from, I'm going to, I'm working on getting a, um, getting some, some toll free SMS um, numbers you could essentially put in questions to. I'm working on that. If you know um, any solution, let me know. But, but essentially from the next episode or in, in a few episodes from now, what would happen is um, I will give you a toll-free number. It might be one for the US exclusively, US and maybe Canada exclusively, and another one would be for the UK and the EU. Um, you, you just text to, you, you text questions, you know, your name, questions, an email address to to that um <clears throat> to that toll free number and um yeah we'll we'll just um we'll, we'll we'll make it more interactive and i can answer specific questions um specific questions because the, the next episode i want to actually address now is since i've given you sort of this blueprint essentially i will go through what makes landing pages actually work so, so what element should be on an e-commerce landing page i think that piece of information is very very critical i might get an expert i'm just, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm i'm trying to get somebody on the show who's who's created tons of landing page i don't want to mention him yet till till he till we we we, we get something concrete but these principles i've i've, I've spoken to in this episode are the way to really 
be just foolproof in 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 2023 and um you just need to dial these down it's a lot of work infrastructure wise because you need to do a lot of writing you need to do a lot of landing pages um and and the the benefit to upside obviously is the fact that you can scale more right you can scale more so there's also media buying lessons to to learn you know um from with with this sort of methodology and i'd also implore you to listen to um my my interview with it was near of chef chef um it was um episode 12 season 8 um really really good one really really good one and he he speaks to um to this also because they they build landing pages for for the likes of like athletic greens and um rothies and, and the right and um and i think they've, they've even done landing pages for dollar shave club so it's it, it it is real um but you need to sort of it's not just landing pages that that's a thing and you, you need to get the strategy all nil nil down first and once you get the strategy nailed down from an IC, ICP, ideal customer you know, profile standpoint, and just starting off from a blank canvas, right? You, you, you go from an unbiased you know, point of view and um, you really start to, to, to suck in data from the right places. So you build out this, um, this, this ICP because that's your target essentially. And um, the the beauty of all of this is really the narrowing, as well as the broadening of of audience targets. You know, sometimes you need to you realize, oh wow, we were too narrow in our targets, and then sometimes you say, oh we're too broad, and we need to sort of find that balance. So yeah, chaps um, and ladies, if you do have any questions, give us a shout. Um, I'm always available. My email is kunle at twoxecommerce.com and. Yeah, I will catch you on the next episode. Cheers.